I don't know about you, but I go to the doctor that I feel has integrity. I don't want the doctor telling me I have common cold if I have a serious condition because that means my healing will be delayed by making me feel good. A lot of friends, a lot of us have friends like that who do not tell us the truth and our culture also does not tell us the truth. We don't want a doctor, I believe, who is going to lie to us. We want one who will be truthful and one we can trust because he has integrity. If I trust the doctor because I believe he has integrity, when he gives me the word written in the prescription and I go to the pharmacist and get it filled, I'm going to demonstrate my trust in his integrity by taking the medicine he has prescribed. Now, I don't know about you, but some medicines don't taste nice. But because of the integrity of the doctor, I will tolerate what does not taste nice because I believe the one who prescribed it knows what he's talking about. The question is, do you respond to God because you believe in his integrity? We conclude our Advent series today as we think about words as the greatest gift, a chapter taken from the book, the Christmas we didn't expect. Let us pray. May these words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Complete joy is found in Jesus Christ. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Verse 15. These are the words of Jesus Christ to his followers. Can we trust these words? The answer is yes, of course, because we know that the word of God has integrity. And Christ is the revealed word. For in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The character of God's word means that whatsoever he says is true. The word is creative, and it accomplishes God's desire, Isaiah 55, 11. For the word of God is alive and active, Hebrews 4.12. The word is his joy in his Father. This joy arises from oneness and mutual indwelling of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And God has joy in his word. He communicates through his Son, the word, not invisible word, but a word person. Jesus embodies the message 
of grace, truth, and joy, which he demonstrated by his obedience, leading willingly for, to him to get to the cross and to die on the cross for us. Christ embodies the joy he shares with us. True word and the spirit, we are drawn into the life of God. Jesus owns own joy in us. In his prayer, in John chapter 17, verse 13, he asks that you may be full, that you may have the full measure of his joy within, within us. His worth is the prescription of the great physician, which is a guarantee for complete joy found only in him. Trust his words so you can have complete joy. Top trending Christmas gifts, as the adverts declare, cannot give you complete joy. But Jesus Christ gives us his joy. Can you trust his prescription? Just as you trust your doctor? Let me explain to you the quality of the joy he gives us so that you can understand what is at stake. Trust in his words for complete joy because his joy is beyond and above happiness. It is his joy filling you up to overflow. Not sometimes, but all the time. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word does not change. Jesus is offering the greatest gift. Trust his words so you can have complete joy. Not momentary happiness or excitement, but continuous joy. An experience which is complete because we have his joy as an abiding presence in our lives. From the imagery of the true vine, as we saw in that passage read to us, particularly verse 1 to 2, 5 and 8, the word prepares us to receive joy. You are already clean because of the word, verse 3. The word of pruning, the work of pruning and cleansing is undertaken by the spoken word of Jesus Christ. The means by which pruning or cleansing is done is by the word of God. The word disapproves of sin and it cleanses the heart, thereby birthing new life in us. He inspires holiness. He promotes growth. And Jesus continues to wash his people through the word. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. Trust his words so you can have complete joy. Do you know this joy? Christ came into the world to save us from our sins. He died on the cross 
to pay the price for reconciling us to God. Open your heart to him. He is the word who cleanses and gives us complete joy. The discourse on the true vine was Christ's final message to his disciples. If you wish, you could call it deadbed conversation. Final words, you want those you love to remember when you are long gone. It was on the night he was betrayed. The very night before the Passover, the, Jew, the day the, the, Jewish, the Jewish nation remember how they escaped from, this, from slavery in Egypt. The disciples were certain that the Messiah would deliver Israel from her oppressors. As can be attested by what took place on their journey from Galilee when they argued about who will get which position of honor in the new kingdom. It was only hours from his death. So he explains to them the secrets of joy and fruitfulness. Trust in his words so you can have complete joy. The disciples were expecting an earthly kingdom, but Christ gave them the gifts, the gift of words. As with them, hearing the words outside the walls of Jerusalem at night, we are just coming out of the shadows of lockdown. Or would I rather say, we are still not even out of it. Yes, the pandemic has wrought so much misery. Financial, economic, family discord and breakup, fear, death. We may be yearning for a miracle to stop the ravaging virus and restore the former days. But the great physician gives us joy mediated by the gift of words. Take, he says, for this is what you need. Trust his words so you can have complete joy. Christmas is a time to share gifts with loved ones, with friends, and have fun. Yet, for some, it is a time to dread. Even in ordinary times, outside the COVID time, people still have some difficulties around Christmas because there may be a member or so who may say, may, may say words that spread discontent for those around the table. But now it's a pandemic time. What about the challenges of loneliness, poverty, social isolation? Perhaps this is a Christmas we didn't expect. 
But wherever you may be on the spectrum of expectation or lack of it, Jesus wanted to show the disciples and us a new way of receiving the greatest gift from him. The way of cleansing and pruning. The process of pruning, no doubt, can be painful. Just as the treatment you get from your doctor, the pill may taste bitter. The treatment may cause bleeding or bruising. But you endure all because you trust the doctor. Likewise, our faith in the world may attract persecution, discrimination, and our views may be disregarded because we are taught to be saying things that are out, that are out of touch with modern reality. But let the words of Christ encourage you. Trust his words so you can have complete joy in the midst of trouble. The, words, the word keeps us connected. Remain in me as I remain in you. Verse 4. This is mutual relationship based upon grace. Without him, the disciples can do nothing of real eternal value. It is, of course, indicated here that there is a choice to be made on the disciples' part. If you're given something, you take it. Christ was talking about the will, about the choices, the decisions we make to do the things which expose us or draw us to his joy and keep us connected to him. Paying attention to his words as, we are, as he instructs us in, in his word and tells us to remain in his love in verse 9, in prayer, worship, loving service. And when the branch stays on the vine, the branch is expected to bear fruit. He said to us, I have chosen you to bear fruit, so that whatsoever so ever you ask in my name, the Father will give it to you. Verse 16. Bearing fruit is what the Father desires. Trust his words so you can have complete joy. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, verse 7, we will bear fruit. And we are all called to be faithful to his words. Just as the son was obedient to the father, and the father had joy in his son, our obedience and love keeps us in fellowship with God and the community of believers. And this itself will bring him honor and glory. Receive the gift of his words for your joy and pass the joy to others. You do this in loving service and obedience. The father and the son are one. Our relationship 
of total dependence on God and love for one another determines how fruitful we will be. In Scripture, fruit and good works are interchangeable. A thought, an attitude, or action that God values because it glorifies Him. Verse 8. The purpose of fruit is to bring glory to God. You bear inner fruit when you allow God to nurture in you a new Christ-like quality and character. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5.22 verse, verse 23. You bear outward fruit when you allow God to walk through you to bring him glory. And that will include sharing your faith. We use words to advance the cause of the kingdom. And the greatest gift we can give are words which are seeds which bear fruit and so reproduce after its kind joy in others. As with the unpleasant pill we talked about earlier, sometimes it may not be obvious that there is joy in the gift because the word exposes sin. It challenges assumptions, prejudices, deception. If you cooperate with the word in its mission as stated in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, you will have joy because complete joy is found in Jesus Christ. Jesus loved his disciples in the pattern the Father loved him. And he demonstrated that by teaching them, protecting them, guiding and sacrificially serving them. He told his disciples to keep his command, verse 10, repeating what he had taught them in John chapter 14, verse 15, about loving obedience. And his command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Verse 12 and 17, we are confident we are to be confident of the one as the other. We are called to love and sacrificially serve fellow disciples. Joy is the presence that accompanies loving service to God and his children. As we conclude, may I ask you to trust in the integrity of God's word and receive the gifts of his son in whom we have full joy. Because he came in the form of man, he knows our need of the hour, the need for joy. Remember, he is the great physician who will be glorified and honored if his joy in you bears much 
fruit. Let us pray. We thank you, Father, for your words to us. For these words fill us with joy at this time. We thank you, Lord, because you know our greatest needs. And we receive these words with thanksgiving. Bless each one of us with the greatest gift we can have in this time. The gift of the fullness of joy. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen.